0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Anna Bob Show number fifty-six. Good morning. Good morning. morning. We've talked the whole sing it girls. Good morning. Good morning to you. I can't hear them. I can't either. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to say I'm like good morning. Good morning to you and you and you. Hey, how
1: about me? Say good night. I bet the milkman would have a on his face. The milkman milk bottles. Yeah, I, I remember those days. Yeah. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Guess what? You've tuned into another episode of the Ed and Bob Show. We're glad you're here. Um, I'm Bob. He's Ed, and he's going to tell you what's coming up this
0: half hour. Got a good show this day. We're glad that you're with us. We're going to talk about some questions, of course, that I think you'll be interested in. Also, we're going to be a, our main topic is adoption. Mm. Now, don't just don't just push that's don't that's not like smoking. Now, I mean, this is a serious issue that you need to know about. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mean, not you don't have to adopt anybody, but you need to know what's going on. Okay? Well so, said. Yeah, so anyway, so we're going to talk about that. Also a surprising thing going to happen on Alcoa Highway at the airport. Mm. Yeah, I read mm-hmm. the mail on that. So okay. yes, that's going to be surprising.
1: So, um, well, let's get into the news then. All right, you got some news for us? Yeah.
0: Did you hear about this? This guy, this guy bought a 1968 Ford Mustang. It was parked for over 40 years oh in God. a barn. Okay, <laughs> this is one of those Ford,
1: I found it in a barn stories. Yeah. yeah.
0: So he Ford <laughs> <'64 laughs> so Mustang. Yeah, and 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 the rusty car had been sitting in a Florida barn since the 1970s when its owner James passed away a few years ago. Yeah. Now, his best friend Bruce asked the family if he could buy from them, and they agreed. So he paid $7,000 for it and moved wow. it to North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. 7000 for a 1964 yeah. car? Well, it, it, it looked pretty rough. <laughs> Unable to get around to fixing it himself, he decided to put it up for sale on Craigslist, mm-hmm. where it was spotted by a Georgia car collector. All right. And went on from one to another. But here's the thing that's interesting. When they went to check the car out, he noticed a jar full of ash inside, and asked what it was. Well, Bruce told him that James's cremated remains were in there. Oh my God! And he and you could have them with the car. You just got to keep them together.
1: You're kidding? Well, no, you the guy the guy in?
0: died, and he had himself cremated, and he put his and he. The deal was that they had to put his ashes inside this car that he loved.
1: So, anyway, hey there, uh, this is our new car. So, you hey, like it? Uh, don't, don't, no, that's
0: not where you put your <laughs> cigarette out, in okay? But you know, he pushed purchased the car for seven thousand dollars, but the later decided it's too far gone for him. He couldn't keep up, so he put it back on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It was recently sold to this restoration shop in the, in the UK yeah. for twenty three thousand dollars. <laughs> Great. And the ashes went with
1: it. <laughs> so, that? you know, last show we talked about how you want to die. I never asked you if you want your ashes put in your car, so <laughs> <than> in <being> the truck. <laughs> Not <drunk>.
0: my car. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what AirDrop is? No. What's AirDrop? AirDrop. Well, it's really with Apple, but there's a problem going on in airports and things. And oh, everything. you're talking about where on your phone they yeah. AirDrop it things yeah. in on you. Okay, yeah, Some, I know, what know that is. You know, everybody's sitting in the plane, they're getting ready to leave, right. and they're waiting on the doors to close, and all of a sudden you get an AirDrop. Okay, and it's from somebody else in that plane. Whoa. Yeah, so these guys, these businessmen, are doing this to women everywhere. Really? They're sending porn to them.
1: You're kidding. No. And the women accept their No, they're their not. They're, well, no.
0: Yeah, well, they've had their airdrop on, but you know, they're using names like Bilbo Baggins, you know, like from <laughs> The Hobbit. So this one woman, she gets upset, so she goes up and talks to the flight attendant, and she says, Look at this. This is on your plane. The flight attendant says, gets on there and says, please stop doing this
1: she actually got on the
0: PA. pa and said stop doing it but evidently this is getting to be quite a problem so dropping some naked pictures to you of male of male no. to women wow because you never know who's getting it because when you know?
1: when you got your phone on, i've seen that you've got your phone on and uh and you're, you're in your photos for some reason or whatever all of a sudden it pops up it says so-and-so is uh Air, uh-huh. Airdrop. And uh-huh. if you accept it, then it it goes to your phone. Yeah.
0: So anyway, that's it's crazy. like when you put it on, you know, move your phone to uh, don't ring when you get on an airplane. You want to take that airdrop don't, off. Don't drop. No, don't. Don't airdrop Evidently, me. this is getting to be a big thing. Hey. So, and in schools, too, kids are doing it.
1: Oh, oh that's my not God. Good you. You're kidding me. No. All right, well, don't do that. Let's move on. All right, we're going to move along, Ed. That's the news. Let's get into your question
0: of the day. we both got one. You're first. What's the most dangerous roads in America? What's the most dangerous road in Tennessee? Well,
1: in Tennessee, I would uh, say it's 11W. Am I wrong? No, no it's the dragon. dragon.
0: Oh, well, I didn't think about that. the Dragon. Yeah. But it, this is the most dangerous road in Tennessee, it's that eleven mile joint, the tail of the dragon. Mm. The I've third. never been on it but once. Three hundred eighteen turns by the end of ah. it, and motorcyclists and I mean, cars from all over of the, world, the world just before dying I to get I to it. Die. But now that's the most dangerous road in Tennessee. So that's from people that are killed. Do you remember when we were
1: kids, people it was bloody eleven W or something. Yeah, yeah, remember what, that? yeah that was. Uh, but they've straightened all
0: that stuff out. Now, now. what about this? What's that? What what about for truck drivers? What's most the most dangerous? dangerous? I guess it's interstate. Interstate forty. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, if you if you come to Rockwood and Herrim and all that that windy stuff up through the mountains, you know that and
0: it's two lanes. Mile marker one three eighty, which is near Knoxville, has had five hundred fifty five wrecks. Wow. I mean, it's incredible. Well, now is there's, that is the, that there's uh, over thirty deaths for every one hundred miles on I forty.
1: So that's probably going through the mountains, then, isn't it, or is it not?
0: No, No, that's not. That's eighty-one. Just Tennessee. Wow. From from East Tennessee to Memphis. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Music City's had two hundred ninety-three fatal wrecks on I forty. Well. So there you go. Two lanes,
1: and there's a lot of winding up and down over the hills. Because if you get past, if you get past Little Rock, Arkansas, and you're headed west to California. It's all flat. It is all flat, and it's as straight as an arrow. you come over a little horizon there. It is just as straight as you can see forever, no trees or anything. So, But it, you kept the mountains here. Once you hit Tennessee, you're talking about winding around and up and yeah. down, and those people still trying to go 85 so, miles an hour.
0: Forty is not only the most dangerous road for trucks. It's one of the most dangerous roads in the United States. Really? Not forty? I did not know that. I
1: didn't know that either. All right, Ed. Guess what's coming up here in, in just a day or so? The Fourth of July. Ooh. You know, Fourth uh, of July. A couple of things come to mind. First of all, of course, cookouts, things like that, that you'll have. But also, if you're a pet owner, you think about your dogs in terror. Oh, the fireworks! fireworks. Yeah. My dogs hated fireworks. I have
0: some horses that hated fireworks. They would all. I, I, mean, I would put them. I'd put them in the barn, and they would all beat the walls down with their hooves. They just hated it. And this guy that lived next door yeah. to my farm, boy, he would do it for forty minutes ever for sure shooting. So what
1: do you, what do you like to do on Fourth of July? Are you like a baseball, hot dog kind of guy, family no, gathering, no, no. or I've got eight hundred dollars worth of fireworks. We're going to shoot out in the field. Yeah, what
0: are you? Uh, I'm a. Uh Probably, uh. I'm gonna watch TV. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna watch TV. I am gonna cook something out though. But you know the thing about hot dogs is you can only eat so many of them. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind going to a baseball game. I bought a package at the Smokies and I haven't used it yet. So you i need mind. to go. We'll go. Okay, let's go. That's fun.
1: You know, yeah. I see because I, uh, just something that's special about it being at a baseball game and hot dogs and and having uh, you know sitting there with people and they have the you know the flag yeah. and you're you're you know you're doing. Uh, uh America the Beautiful as well, like the seventh inning, they add that in there. And it's just a special day. I like things that. They'll do like fireworks, that. too. And then be.
0: fireworks after the and game. the Smokies. All right,
1: let's plan on it. All let right, right, okay. let's, let's work on that. All right, that is uh, my question of the day, what you like to do on the 4th. Let's get into, uh, tell everybody what our topic for the day is going to be, because I'll make sure we don't cut that time short.
0: Okay, it's uh, adoption. Would you adopt? What's the best circumstance? If you've already got kids, would you ever think about adopting again? What about fostering children? Would you mm. think about that?
1: Mm. Wow, it's a great subject, and we we'll look forward to talking about it. Ed, you got a sponsor, too. I do. What
0: is it? Gentry Griffey Funeral Home. They're the site for pre-planning, buddy. I guarantee you one of the best things in the world is when my mama died, bless her heart, that wasn't the best thing in the world. But when we went into the funeral home and we started to pick out things, they said, no, no, it's all taken care of. I said, what? Yeah, everything's taken care of. You don't have to do anything. So if you've ever planned a service or a funeral unexpectedly, you know how difficult that can be. But also pre-planning can give you the peace of mind and remove those stressful decisions for your loved ones. I Submit that everyone should do this. And and whether you go to Gentry, Griffey, or wherever, they can be used at any funeral home. So you don't have to worry about that. But you can pre-fund these pre-planned services, removing even more stress from your family. They'll be paid for. So lock in today's prices to protect from inflation. And most pre-arrangements are transferable to any funeral home. So should you move or need to transfer plans, Gentry Griffey operates the only on-site crematory in Knox County. That assures you that your loved one never leaves their care and allows them to keep cremation options affordable. Their website, GentryGriffey.com. A lot of valuable information, including several affordable packages. They're also just a phone call away, 865-689-4481. Bob?
1: Great people! All right, let's get into our topic of the day: adoption. Who should consider it? Uh, how many people really do it? What's the best circumstance? And if you have kids, should you even think about it? Are you being uh, unfair to others, maybe, or something? And exactly how does fostering work? Now we we can't. We're going to do the best to cover as much as we can here. You know, adoption became a legal, official legal process in the 1850s. And over the last 150 years, the institution has evolved and changed along with society. Today, I think I'm right, is it 135,000 or so uh, children are adopted in America every year, something That's like correct. that? Mm-hmm. So tell me, Ed, have you ever thought about adopting, or is it something everybody kind of thinks about, or is anybody in your family adopted,
0: or are you adopted? No, I'm not adopted. Um... I do have a half brother I didn't know about. <laughs> <I> didn't know <laughs> it's a whole different subject. But huh? this is this is it, it, it is. A, uh I would I you know I have thought about doing that because I have time on my hands. I have mm-hmm. I have money. I mean, there's you know, and I wouldn't mind adopting a child. Now, at my age, is that a good thing? Right. So that's something you would have to think about. But. I see plenty of grandparents who are raising their grandchildren. So well, it's I higher know. than ever in the history. Yeah. But.
1: Hey, I just, in the last week, and I, I, this came out of left field to me, a buddy of mine, I'm talking to him, and he said, You know, I'm adopted. And I've known this guy for 10 or 15 years. I never knew he was adopted. Does and that make any difference? No, it's just that 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 was, to me, that was the moment where it doesn't make a difference, but it's out there, it's more prevalent than you think. And I've got it here somewhere about how many, is it one out of every 25, yeah, one out of every 25 families have adopted child. Right.
0: So if, if 59% of the child welfare system, that's where they come from, you know, like uh, Department of Human Services, You're right. adopt from right. that's where 59% come from, 26% are from other countries. And that really surprises me. Why would you want to adopt a child from another country?
1: My impression was it's because um, you didn't want to go through the red tape in America that is more restrictive, whereas other countries, they uh, it was easier to do. Because China, if you remember China, the reason so many were adopted from China is China had the one-child rule where every family can only have one child. Well, they've been loosening that up recently where uh, families can have more than one child. Uh, But that was big in China. And then I I was seeing the stat here, only 20% 20 of children in America never get adopted there in Um, foster
0: care. And 15% of the adoptions are voluntarily relinquished American babies where someone got pregnant, gave up the child for adoption Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And that's only 15% of the adoptions. Because here's the thing, Bob. Mm -hmm. You know, think how many... Only 4% of women with unwanted pregnancies place their children through adoption. Yeah. There's 1.3 million abortions in the United States every mm, year. that break your heart. And all of those children could possibly be adopted. 1.3 mm-hmm. 1.3 million.
1: That's almost exactly how many people were seeking
0: to adopt. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that amazing? It is, isn't it? It's almost the same number. Wow, I but, mean, they only, that's almost, but they only think of themselves. You know, you don't think yeah. about what's been given to you.
1: Sixty-two percent of adopted children are placed within their the adopted families within a month of birth. So that means you got the thirty-eight percent that, like you were talking about, the Department of Human Services, mm-hmm. or something happens to where they go into foster care, and then uh, even a fifth of those don't ever get adopted.
0: Well foster care could be where the parents are on drugs, sure problems there, and they take the child out of the home. Mm-hmm. They try to place the child back in that home. That's the goal, to put them back with the parents. Sometimes the parents don't want them back. So then they have to place them for adoption.
1: You know, a half <coughs> um a half a is it right out almost a half a million. Um uh, Kids are in foster care every day in the United States. Here's the other thing that I was thought was that, you know, um, a, a, there's a thing going on a, across America, uh, a fight to keep white families from adopting uh, children who are Hispanic or black, saying they sh- that the uh, the family families they're trying to adopt of the same race should have precedent over that i don't really know what to think about that
0: you follow what i'm saying yeah i don't think many black parents are adopting the most of the most of the adoptions are by white parents
1: well 40 percent of adopted children are of a different race culture or ethnicity of the adoptive Mm -hmm. parents that's almost half yeah you know and uh, i don't i don't want to turn into some kind of political correctness over adoption if we could just find these children a, a happy home uh, it, to me is really the key a safe home the most most the largest majority of adopted parents are white older well-educated and affluent um but you know they have the wherewithal i guess to adopt listen adopting is not going to be easy either i don't want to give anybody some if you think you're going to adopt a child who's been in foster care and they're just going to come in everything's going to be wonderful it's probably going to be difficult.
0: Well, actually, the child will be difficult. Yeah, that's the very, biggest problem. Be, yeah. It's not getting the child; it's it's handling the child because these children have problems. And
1: how you going to love a child uh, hmm. that is not yours? It's going to take a, who wants to a big back, effort.
0: Who wants to go back to their drug infested family or uh. their druggy mother? I mean, it's and and that's tough. That's really tough. But average age of children waiting for an adoptive family eight. Eight years old. And once really? they get to 12, they're not going to get adopted. That's not going to happen. I don't think it's very rare. You remember that program that was on Channel 10, Monday's Child? Yeah, Bill Williams. Yeah, Bill Williams. And they would feature a child in, yeah. the, in the system. Well, of course, that's illegal now. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't show their face anymore. But, right. You know, so, but it was, uh, and also it cost about $6,675 for each child each year to take care of them to be in foster care mm-hmm. yeah well
1: I, and uh, let's end it by saying you know i it's always like in the back of your mind is, you remember when you're a kid you're saying i wonder if i'm adopted I've, a friend of mine's adopted i wonder if i'm adopted my parents aren't telling me yet and then you get the thing as you get older you start saying i wonder if i should consider adoption because that would be a good thing to do and then you have your own children so uh, i noticed that like I, a decent amount i think it's 25 percent of children that are adopted, they will have siblings in the home that are
0: natural children of those adoptive parents. Yeah. So. Well, I think some of these celebrities, Sandra Bullock, all the us, you know, these people who adopt these children make it. They, they adopt quite a few kids, really. I guess there's a reason, too, if someone didn't want to have a baby, that you would adopt one. So,
1: well, you know. I think that if uh, you can find a happy home for kids, then that's, and so you're willing to give of your time and your money. And that's a heck of a thing to do. So God bless you. All right. More details on that. And there, there's places you can go to online to uh, find out more information uh, about adopting. And uh, you can also email us here and we'll send you uh, more information as well. We got to move along. This is the Ed and Bob show. And let's see. What have we got? We got coming
0: up mailbox. Woohoo. I look forward to that. Complaints. You and I, complaints? You wouldn't complain. No, not at all. Hey,
1: recently, Ed and I were up in Gatlinburg. You know what we did? We went to Ripley's. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things up in, uh, in Gatlinburg. We went to the Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies. This is, I think Ed said, one of the top aquariums in the united states it is and they got live mermaids that's where they captured some mermaids and they actually have them there and boy ed and i, we, I
0: spent two hours looking for those mermaids i never did. I, did I did see some sharks oban. i think ed and i are going to be swimming with the mermaids okay. in the future come on up
1: there and also the penguins i love the penguins yeah. that was the coolest thing in the world indoors and outdoor the penguins and uh, it's a lot of fun if you've never been there do not miss Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies. Such nice people, uh, and we thank so much uh, for all of them uh, uh, hosting us up there when we were up there. All right, Ed, you are going to open up the mailbox. All right, ready? Yeah, zip it.
0: Wow, Gladys from Alcoa. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a bypass around Alcoa Highway or on Alcoa Highway? You know, this what is what would it
1: bypass the, the uh, basically the airport. Mm-hmm. Or you know the you know the place they call the airport motor mile. I didn't realize this till uh, I looked this up in the last week. This is going to change drastically. Mm-hmm. You remember where you would uh, come down Alcoa Highway, and it was always the most dangerous road to me. I hated Alcoa Highway. So many people are always being killed there. But trying to cross Alcoa Highway near the airport, I mean, you're taking your life into your own hands. Oh, great. Yeah. Good absolutely. gracious. And they did somewhat of the side access roads there on one side. The, from what I understand, Alcoa Highway at the airport will become a dead end road.
0: And We're, the relocation will go from Singleton Station Road yes. around behind that to the well, it wouldn't go toward the airport. It'd go away from the, the airport other direction. and come back in on the bypass, right? Yes.
1: So you, Singleton station is where that Tennessee truck driving school is. Yeah. And it would go out to the left. If you're coming from Knoxville, go out to the left through the fields and over the creeks and stuff and, and come around where Alcoa, the plant there, and then come on into, uh, back into Alcoa highway be just beyond the airport. So, all that, where all the, uh, um, well I hadn't about where all the, uh, the car dealers are. Is that going to be you good or bad going, for You them? think
0: they're going to like that?
1: Well is it good or bad to have it become a dead know. end road?
0: I don't know. Yeah.
1: This well, is going to start it.
0: around 2022. Yeah. Well, actually the first phase has already started, I think.
1: Yeah. Well the alcohol highway is changing drastically yeah. now, but. Uh I guess by 2022 or so, that will be a dead-end road in front of the airport. It will end at the airport. That's a good idea.
0: Well, it will stop a lot of that dangerous mm-hmm. trying to cross, gosh, trying to cross that road. Yeah, they've got access roads on both sides of Alcoa Highway, on partially part right. of it for right. restaurants and things. But, yeah, I think that's a good idea. There you go, Gladys. Well, all right, We're going to take care of you. Oh, yeah, we're going to be out there a little <laughs> Hank from Morgan County. Have yeah. you been up to visit the new concert place at Brushy Mountain? This is crazy. Have you been, been up there.
1: there yet? No. We need to do this. Hmm. Brushy Mountain officially opened in 1896 after the bloody Coal Creek War. And it was a convict lease prison. And that means what they used to do is lease out the convicts to work in the mine, for the mining companies. That's a little crazy. Um but that's what they did and then that eventually came to a crashing halt because people are trying to get jobs didn't like you know competing with uh prisoner uh workers uh but Brushy mountain i know you've been up there ed when did, how many times you've been to Brushy Mountain?
0: a couple of times I'm, i was up there to interview some prisoners mm-hmm. did james earl ray and some others like that but um it, you know, it, that was a different time back then, and uh, they had the free labor of that. The prisoners built a railroad spur, mm-hmm. uh, operated a coke oven. So anyway, the and and they actually the prisoners built that, penitentiary. But what's this, what's this deal about the music festival?
1: Well, what they do now, the you know, it closed down uh, after one hundred thirteen years in two thousand nine. So it's been closed about ten years, and it's uh, been bought. And a new company owns it and then they're turning it into a distillery where they're going to make moonshine, which they, they probably made back there in the cells. They do tours of Brushy Mountain where the, it was the worst of the worst in the state of Tennessee. That's where you went. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they have a, a concert venue there and they have a cafeteria or restaurant there where you can go up there and eat. But we need to do that. We need okay. to do a day trip on that. Okay. And you can get, to, uh, A tour of the prison with a prisoner, a former prisoner, or a prison guard. A short run for fun. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to go up there. I saw Dwight Yoakam is going to be performing up there in the next few months. And they have a place where you can bring in your RVs and stuff like that. Good. How cool is that? I think that's great. I do think it's neat. All right. So yeah. that's the only time I want, that's the only way I'd want to go to Brushing Mountain Prison. <laughs> you know, James Earl right. Ray was up there, and Ed and I used to get letters from James Earl yeah. Ray. And it was the most, it was a, I don't know why we didn't yeah. save those letters, or maybe you saved yours. I don't
0: know. No, I didn't save it. But I did go interview him, and mm-hmm. it was kind of fun going in there because it's kind that's of That's a scary. creepy place. Yeah. It's very creepy. Whew. Yeah. Follies. It's kind of foggy up there, and I tell you, his wife, the the woman who married him while he was in prison, how do you Anna Sandu Andu Ray? Ray uh, yeah, she uh, she's a pretty good artist.
1: She is. I'm sure she
0: uh, married him because she loved him so much. She's a, yeah. She's the only person I know that walked out on me on a talk show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well, all right, that's the uh, mailbag. And now we've got a trip planned. Tell everybody what's coming up here in just a moment, Ed, and also what our next show is going to be about.
0: Well, next show we're going to talk about obesity in America. Mm, is, it, you know, is it killing us? Is there food options? Is there attitudes? Do we need more regulations on food? How do we get healthy? That's a big question, or stay healthy.
1: really is all coming up. So right now let's get into our complaints on the Ed and Bob show. Here's Ed with his complaint. Yoga pants? I don't
0: even know what that is. You don't know what yoga, yoga pants? Yoga pants? Yeah. What is that? That's what these women are wearing these days. They used to wear it. You know, you used to see them in tennis dresses. These little tennis, short tennis skirts. Yeah, skirt I thing like coming. those. Yeah, yeah. You did. Well, now it's yoga pants. That's the big deal, and they're tight. And they you know, and they go down your legs and they're real tight and and they these women go they go shopping in yoga pants. Give me a break.
1: no, they should be shopping in those little tennis skirts. I like <laughs> those better, oh man, we're going to get letters now you are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were researching this stuff, yeah.
0: but yoga pants are different because they have their they're half they seem to be half, of course, I wouldn't stare, but they seem to be half material and half, you know, but they're, they go all the way down to the
1: ankle. So now wait a minute. The ladies are here with us. Do y'all yes. have yoga pants? No. Yes. See, See, one does. Your one wife dozen. does. Yeah. yeah. Wife. So yeah. is this because you wear them, you wear them after you went to yoga or you just wear them and people think you did yoga? Well, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I just finished my yoga class. Oh, I'm going I to the so store. Good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get so many bad emails. All right, I got to complain. Here's my complaint. Why are you go up and down Kingston Pike? Why are we building more office buildings when we have many, many empty office buildings? Does that make any sense to you? I see all these empty buildings where no, people have moved out of and they sit there empty for years and then but yet down the street we're building brand new office building
0: isn't it supply and demand well it is but maybe their prices are too high and that's why they're not taken
1: it just seems like a if i'm looking for some office space why don't i go into the ones that are ready now instead of having somebody build me some more down there and it's it's a it's a bad use of all of our land in the world that's in my opinion more asphalt it is yeah more get me started on that all right, Ed, tell everybody how they can comment or listen or any of that.
0: Well, you can go to the Ed and Bob show. That's our website. And there's a comment section down there on the right. And if you're interested in having an advertisement on our program, we'll be just put your phone number there and say, call me about an ad and we'll call you and explain all that. Okay. And you can go to our Apple podcast app or to the tune in app and search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe on Alexa. Go to the skill settings and hit enable or say enable tune in and then tell Alexa to go to tune in and she'll ask you what you want to hear you say this. Ed and Bob Show.
1: Isn't that cool that we I never thought we'd be able to listen to our podcast on Alexa. <laughs> no way. kind of neat. Have you guys to work at your house yet? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. If you want to comment, you can go to the comment section right here below, ed and Email us at ed and bob at yahoo.com. It was ed that had all the comments about the uh yoga pants. Yeah. And uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Ed and Bob Knox, Ed Brantley, Bob Thomas Knox, and on Facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. All right. No corrections because we don't like to correct ourselves. Our shout out! out. I do have a shout out. Tell them who it is. It is Richard Bean. The man's got his name on the side of a building. He does. You know, he just had a birthday about two weeks ago. He is one of the finest employees of Knox County. Mm -hmm. He makes a huge difference in these young men's lives at the correctional facility, the youth facility there. He is just a wonderful human being. I love Richard Bean. He's been there forever and he's there probably four o'clock in the morning and make sure those kids uh, get some guidance in their life you
0: know what he calls me what abby's daddy, <laughs> abby's daddy.
1: <laughs> he's terrific we really like him all right and tell everybody what's coming up on our next show coming up
0: on our next show is ta-da, ta-da, obesity in america are you too fat
1: well, I, I, I feel it sometimes. All right, Ed, good show. Thanks for everybody. being here. We uh, look forward her, to seeing you next time. Eat, eat accordingly. Black eat accordingly? If we're going to talk ain't about obesity. you ever eating black beans? Uh, black beans? Yeah. No, I don't like them. No. I don't like them. That's a Mexican thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like them. All right. All right. That's a footnote, folks. No black beans. <laughs> said,
0: quote, See ya. and that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning, I go to sleep and keep grinning, if this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful, I have sunshine up to spread, it's just like the fella said, tell me quick, ain't hey, love a?